When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. And welcome back to From Complex to Queens, Mason Avenue's minor league podcast. I am Steve Saipa, and this week I am joined by just Ken Lavin, because Lucas and Thomas are uh, doing some very classified things that we can't talk about. But suffice to say, it's going to be good, I hope. You've already said too much. Oh, shit. Well, Ken, how are you doing? Good, good. Can't complain. All right, well, clearly I'm about to get, uh, I'm about to get whacked here, but... Hopefully we're able to make it through the rest of this podcast then. Um, so obviously, you know, this week it's just me and Ken. So we're going to keep it pretty light, keep it informal this week. Uh, one of the strengths of the podcast, I think, you know, is our minor league coverage, our our team in general, the four of us. We have <laughs> our strength is that we have different strengths and weaknesses. And... Um, one of our group's strengths, I, I don't know, that's a weird word to call it, but I don't know. One of the things that I know we are good at, and me and Ken in particular, you know, we've gone to tons of minor league games over the years, and not just locally, you know, to, to, to the Cyclones or, um, you know, like a bunch of the Jersey teams or whatever, but we've gone to games all over the place. We've seen all kinds of guys. So that's what we're going to do this week, since the two of us, we're going to pick our top 10 uh, teams, stadiums, trips, whatever you want to call it. And in my case, I think it's pretty easy because I sat down and I thought about it and I've been to exactly 10 different stadiums. So that makes it a bit easier in my case. Ken, I know you've been to a couple more. Uh, Yeah, but that was like all time. Right. Well, going back to like childhood. (laughs) Right, 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 right. So, uh maybe a, a little different uh, yardstick there. Hey, you know, some of the some of the best memories are when you're young and you're not jaded by the world and everything looks bigger and such. I know this this summer I want to hopefully change that. I want to hopefully go to a couple more stadiums in the area that I haven't been to. I've been looking at Syracuse which is actually a lot closer than I realized. It's only like a four-hour drive, which is really not that bad. It's not. Uh, it's basically what I do anytime I go back to uh, the area <laughs> where I live now. Yeah. I always thought Syracuse, I mean, you think Syracuse, you think like all the way up New York State, and 
like a 10 hour trip or something like that and it's not so maybe i'll I'll try to get to syracuse this year because god knows the team is going to be great right <laughs> uh all right so we have our in my case i ranked it uh ordinarily ken you just have a list because ken you're just yeah. a great guy and and you yeah. can't you know <laughs> you can't choose <laughs> Yes, we'll go with that. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. All right. Well, I'll, I'll pick them out in, in terms of uh, my favorite. At you know, I haven't spoken up. We'll, we'll do that. I guess. Got, gotcha. Gotcha. All right. Um. So I'm gonna go with my number ten. Um. And in 2018, I went to New Orleans at the beginning of April, and that happens to coincide with the beginning of the minor league season. So my number one, my number ten, on the list is the Shrine on Airline in Metairie, Louisiana, which was then home to the New Orleans Baby Cakes, which is a Marlins affiliate when I went. And honestly, I did not like the stadium. It was very <laughs> bland and generic, and it's not actually in New Orleans. You know, when you're the New Orleans Baby Cakes, you would expect it, A, to be in New Orleans, not in a New Orleans-adjacent city or town or, or parish or however it works. And you'd think that things would be over the top because it's New Orleans again. So and the team's called the Baby Cakes. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> the, the stadium was just very bland and generic. Um, when I got there, I got there like, I guess, five minutes too late because it was their first year of existence. And they were giving out, uh, you know, T-shirts at the gate. And mm-hmm. they just ran out of T-shirts at the gate I went to. So I didn't actually get a T-shirt. So that rubs me the wrong way. You know, come on. Bummer. Yeah. I know. The one good thing though is I accidentally bought a souvenir cup. Like I didn't want to, but <laughs> I I kind of I guess I ordered you a number the size and they right. gave it to you. Right, 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 right. And I still have it and I still use it, you know, all these years later. So I mean, I guess I got my money's worth out of that meal. And uh, I looked at the box score. I just went to one game um, that night and I looked at the box score. Literally, it was it's the <laughs> the Marlins AAA affiliate versus the Oakland Athletics AAA affiliate. So you can imagine <laughs> I, I got to see Eric Campbell. He, he pounded, <laughs> pounded the ball in, right into the ground in front of home plate. And then oh, just uh, like old times. <laughs> yep. And apparently Mark Canna was starting the year um, in AAA for whatever reason. And I have no recollection of seeing him or, you know, obviously at the time caring because this was 2018. So, you know, still uh, quite a few years before he would come on met, But he was there according to the box score. And that basically encapsulates my uh, New Orleans baby cakes memories. They happened. I was there. I was there. Asterisk, I think. <laughs> All right, who do you got next? Um, both. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs. Um, mm. solely because <clears throat> I went to a game. I watched. We got there late. We had uh, Jeff McNeil was rehabbing, so we went to see him. We missed him hit. Because uh, it's like two hours, and uh, <clears throat> me and my dad couldn't get out of the house on time. So, um, and then there was a torrential downpour, and the game got banged uh, after like two hours. Aww. But you know, we hung out for a while. 
Yeah, it's not a not, not a bad park. Just uh, that's that's why I'm uh, choosing the most. Yeah, I've 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 never been there. I almost went there once, but like, a bunch of people that I was supposed to go with canceled. So then I was just like, well, I don't feel like going alone. But yeah. I I it's hear they have way a, out there. <laughs> I hear they have a pretty nice park. Yeah, oh, very nice park. Yeah. Just, uh, you know, you go to see Jeff McNeil, you miss Jeff McNeil, <laughs> and uh, the game immediately gets canceled, and you end up hanging out, eating for, <laughs> you know, an hour and a half before driving home, having not seen any Jeff McNeil. <laughs> yeah, that is, that would be a bummer. Yep. All right, well, number mine, number nine for me is it's someplace that's not too far from Lehigh Valley. I'm going with PNC Field in Moosick, Pennsylvania, which is home to the uh, Scranton Wilkes-Barre Red Riders. And uh, I just felt the the stadium was kind of generic. Um, I really don't remember anything that stood out about it. Really going back to my hotel, I guess, from the parking lot was like the most strong memory I still have of the place because it was kind of nice. You know, it was a summer night, so... All the crickets and the frogs and everything were chirping while I was sitting in traffic. And I was also really hungry and like nothing was open. Apparently everything closes in the town of, of Musick like really early. Um, and all that was open was McDonald's, which is not my my, my real not your preference. Chance. But it's better than Burger King, as we've established. Yes. <laughs> And also, um, the second game that I went to was it was one of those weird like eleven o'clock starts, and it was school camp day, and it was filled with hundreds of kids, you know, aged nine to twelve, and that's maybe not the best situation you could find yourself in. But um, trying to, uh, I saw Thomas Zipucky. This was last year, so we were still kind of like, hey, Thomas Zipucky is still on the team. And B, we were still trying to figure out like what's going on with Thomas Sabucky. And he was he was frustrating as always. He pitched three innings, they're scoreless innings, but they were only three. And he struck out nine. So I mean it's like, yeah, good, and you still don't really know what to make of him. Um the Yankees, the Rail Riders, they had a bunch of those upper level Yankee prospects, Floreal, Oswala Peraza, Andujar. But I don't know. None of those guys are particularly Exciting, I don't think, you know. They're just kind of names. So that was my Rail Riders experience. Who do you got next? Um, <clears throat> let's go with, I only went there once. Um, uh, I, I guess I'll be spicy. Um, the Staten Island Yankees. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. No, no. I I don't have them particularly high either, so I understand. Yeah, just uh, it's in a great location, but I only went there once to see uh, Mikel Otanez, who was you know Mikel Otanez, uh, no longer part of our purview. Nope. Didn't he? Uh, he's with the Diamondbacks now, I think. Oh, he finally signed. Okay, I didn't realize. I, I think, know. Like, I think I saw that somewhere. I know a ton of no, minor league free that. agents. You know were free agents, but tracking over the course of the, the last couple of weeks to see if they would be included in our uh, other players of note thing. I know a lot of them have been unsigned. Yeah. Um, 
And actually, I have been there twice, but uh, and I, I did meet Rookie, which uh, made them not last. But like, not a lot of food options, uh, especially being a diabetic. Um, so uh, yeah, definitely lower on the list. I'm sure the parking situation is great, huh? Oh yeah, also had to park like a mile away. Yep. Um, and just generic, uh, except for being right on the water, which admittedly is very nice. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I'll talk about that in a little bit when I go over them on my list. I think this this is actually kind of funny and a little spicy too. Um, a little bit uh, controversial, and I won't go into too much depth since I think you'll be definitely talking about uh, this place a little bit more. But number eight on my list is going to be Nice Egg in Binghamton, home to the Rumble Ponies. No, um, yeah, I, I get that completely. It's it's kind of uh, it's an older park. Yeah, it's just kind of there. Yeah. Basically, like I, I don't know. The ballpark doesn't really have as much character. It's just kind of in the middle of like a low-key commercial industrial area in Binghamton. Also, when I went, it was probably not the best time to go to a ball game. It was like May or maybe early June 2021. So obviously COVID you know, restrictions were in place. So the crowd wasn't that big. I may or may not have had to break the law in order to gain entry into the park. And I was paranoid (laughs) about that. So, you know, I did see Tyler McGill at the start of like his, his breakout last, well, not last year, two years ago at this point. So that was kind of cool. And I got a home run ball that I found uh, in the parking lot when I was leaving, which also Also cool. cool. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, just the, I hate using this term, but, Everything about, you know, Binghamton, the, the the ballpark, speedies that I tried, and, you know, it's all just mid. Yeah, it's it's not your jam. Yeah. Um, if you grew up with it, it might be, but right, right, you didn't, right. so <laughs> it's not. <laughs> exactly. Um, I guess, you know, I'll, I'll pick them next so we can uh, expand on them a little bit. Oh, okay. Uh, the reasons I like Binghamton is uh, I'd go to visit my, my buddy, Joe, who, who worked for them. Uh, and so before and after the game, I'd just be hanging out with him while he did his job. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, 20 feet away from Ronnie Marie, uh, from Dominic Smith eating, um, you know, just shoving hot dogs into his face. Um, sure, he know, was good at the that. barbecue. Yeah. Um, uh, I think Joey told that story when he was on the podcast. Uh, but that's right, he was on the podcast. Uh, but yeah, so th- any positive ex- experiences? I didn't see. Um, I did see running. Um, are generally uh, associated with ha- hanging out with my buddy, uh, who also happens to be a relatively high level employee at <laughs> uh, the minor league team that. As two of the best prospects, or several of the best prospects that uh, uh, I follow obsessively. But um, I did see Ahmed Rosario, that was pretty good, and Dom Smith, right when they were sort of starting to trend up in a big way. Mm. Uh, Rosario um, got promoted to Binghamton, and uh, I went up to see him, I think, like, two or three weeks. I, I don't remember. Uh, but I, I went up to see him fairly shortly after when he was like going, doing what he would need to do to be like the top prospect in baseball. Um, and uh, Dom Smith also kind of trending up by uh, 
you know, starting to turn things around also. Um, you know, double A is, I believe, where he figured out the sleep apnea stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it's an older ballpark. Um, food, limit, uh, food is, op, you know, limited uh, to, like, regular ballpark stuff. Um, and there's not really anything around it. Yeah, like the the what's the right word? Not the ambiance, but just the the area. It's just it feels like it's a weird area for a ballpark. It feels like it's just a generic yeah. like it, it, you know commercial area, and then you're just walking by, and then just all of a sudden like, oh, whoa, here's a ballpark. Like, okay. I like that there is the the train yard. I don't know if it's train yard or just a train line in the outfield you know on the, on the other side of the wall but because i like trains but i don't really know anything else. I, I really can't recall anything else distinctive about the whole park <laughs> besides for that but yeah that is definitely uh, a lot of also a lot of i think we're gonna kind of realize is that a lot of like the good memories bad memories whatever a lot of it is obviously related to the stuff that's going on in the field. So, I mean, you could be playing on, you know, uh, a rundown kind of field in, in Prospect Park or something like that. But if you're playing with, like, guys that are, are awesome and you're, you're dominating the competition and, you know, it's fun, you're going to have, obviously, better memories than if you're playing against you know, guys that are just destroying you on, you know, a really awesome field. I unfortunately don't have any friends that uh, work <laughs> in minor league baseball, so. I don't I either anymore. Well, yeah, yeah. I was unfortunately not crushing hot dogs with Dom Smith at any point in time. Um. All right. Uh, number seven for me is First Energy Park. In Lakewood, New Jersey, home of the Jersey Shore Blue Claws, a.k.a. Lakewood Blue Claws. Um, I don't really think that Bark is anything all that much. It's definitely better than Binghamton, you know, and and there is stuff, you know, you could walk around. It's like the, the panoramic, you know, walk around 360 and the seating areas have the, the fire pits in the in the outfield and the berm and there's all kinds of amusement things and whatever, but that stuff isn't really for me, you know. Um, the location is kind of weird. It's just like in the middle of nowhere, and it's definitely not near the shore. <laughs> um, but, you know, the reason why I put them ahead of Binghamton is just I've been to a lot more games there. Um, the yeah, it's med- not too far from you, right? Yeah, it's, it's about an hour, uh, whereas Binghamton is about three, four three yeah three um yeah so i've been to a lot of games there uh their pr and and their media people are super accommodating not that binghamton's weren't but you know just i've had a lot more experience with the blue claw people and the only other time that i've caught a foul ball was in lakewood so again yeah it comically bonked off of uh an old lady's head that was (laughs) sitting a couple of rows and a couple of seats in front of us, so I caught it on the rebound. Nice. <laughs> and then I felt bad that she just got bonked in the head by a ball, so I gave it back to her. And then she just gave it to a kid that, like, ran over from another section. So I was just like, damn, I shouldn't have <laughs> given it back to you. 
I also saw Tim Tebow there. Uh, I also Tebow. saw Tim Tebow there. Um, you yeah. can just keep talking about them. I'll pick them next as well. Okay. I, I don't okay. feel in any particular way about uh, sure. the, what the was, stadium. Or, or what anything. was your Tebow I, experience? Uh, the place was nuts. Um, yeah. Absolutely jam-packed and uh, full of people wearing SEC shit um, <laughs> as opposed to just the usual people in, in you know, either indifferent or – there's like a lot of Florida stuff uh, out and about. Um, a lot of his like uh, his jerseys and jerseys from when he was a college football player. Um, uh, I also I was there primarily to see Andres Jimenez, who had been uh, promoted. Right, right, right. Brought it was like his third game stateside or something like that. Uh, when Tebow happened to also be there, so uh, that was cool getting to see. Andres Jimenez is like a literal child and uh, being able to like it form an actual opinion from, you know, something other than uh, like team propaganda <laughs> <laughs> since, you know, he had, he had just played uh, elsewhere or, um, in, in team complexes. But uh, so, yeah, that was kind of the Tebow experience uh, that I had. I'm not Speaking... sure if I also saw him at double A. I don't think I saw him at double A. Hmm. Speaking of team propaganda, obviously the Mets are just like, no, signing Tebow is not a media stunt. It's not a publicity stunt. But I mean, you saw it. I I saw it. Like the 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 presence in this in the stadium was just different. Anywhere he went, yep. Like people He's were. He's a celebrity. I, he was, he was yeah, a yeah. celebrity. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't I don't want to say that they were selling out stadium like that's probably not true. I mean maybe there were a couple of sellouts here and there. Early on, on I'm, I'm sure a lot like like I'm, I would be surprised. I know getting three tickets because I, I brought my parents to that game uh, was difficult. Mm. Um, you know the place was pretty packed. But yeah. also uh, I don't I don't know if that lasted long if the novelty wore off. Um, right. I, mean, I, I could see it wearing off up here. I mean, this is kind of this isn't really Tebow territory. This is not SEC country. But I mean, I, I feel like in Florida, like that really was big deal. Big deal. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, he, he held his own for a while. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I mean, the first he year was remark. He did well enough to justify the experiment, I would say. Yeah, I mean, for a thousand dollars, excuse me, for a hundred thousand dollars, which is a drop in the bucket for even the Wilpon uh, era Mets. Yeah, and also a drop in the bucket for what he like <laughs> the gates yeah. that he juiced. Where exactly. He exactly. I mean, if you if you figure a minor league ticket is ten to fifteen dollars a pop throughout the year, I'm sure that they generated enough tickets that were sold just for some. Random people that might not have come out just to see Tebow to make up that hundred thousand dollars, you know. Yeah. Well, we wish him uh, best in his his announcing career. I think he's doing now. Sure. <laughs> and you know, and now if he's getting some announcing experience, I guess we could invite him on our podcasts. You know, since he might be on our level in terms of he's, talking to the uh... public now. <laughs> He's um, I guess he's a friend of the pod. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, we'll call him a friend of the pod. 
<laughs> you are Tim you Tebow, are the come on the show. <laughs> you are the official title bestower. Yes, that has largely been my bit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, number six for me, it's going to be Richmond County Ballpark on Staten Island, the current home of the Staten Island Fury Hawks, and formerly the Staten Island Yankees. Like you said before, it just you know, the views are nice, but everything about the stadium otherwise is kind of like, eh. And for me, I don't even really care about the views because that's literally my commute every single day back and forth <laughs> to work. So it's like it, it loses its uh, coolness real quick. But I did. I, I probably went to see more games there than I have anywhere else. And, you know, lots of lots of things I've seen, you know, playoff games, no hitters, brawls. Major League guys rehabbing. Jason Vargas. I saw Jason Vargas. I mean, that's a memory I'll never forget. So. How could one forget Jason Vargas? Ah, uh, yeah. You, once you see him, it's it's burned in your what, memory forever. Let's, let's go, Vargy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so you know, yeah. Um, it is a shame though, and it is definitely fucked up how they got contracted, and Yankees kind of screwed them. And, you know, the the Yankee, Staten Island Yankees-Brooklyn Cyclones rivalry was, maybe I'm a little bit biased, but I do think it was one of the best ones in minor league baseball because the proximity and for basically most of oh. the 20 years. Yeah, who, the who, the who the Wilpons are. Right. And, and, Brooklyn uh, must win. Brooklyn must win. <laughs> so some yeah, like, crazy the, shit that happened. For almost all 20 years that they both coexisted, they were both pretty good i mean you know like we know the cyclones were above 500 for like their first 17 years straight or whatever it was and the stadion yankees generally had pretty good teams because the yankees generally had pretty good farm teams so it was you know always exciting baseball all right so who do you got next ken um, I'm going to go with the New Hampshire uh, Fisher Cats. I forget what their stadium. I think Delta Dental Park. That does sound in, familiar. Uh, Manchester, New Hampshire. Um, I went, uh, so, you know, I, I moved to Boston uh, about six months ago. So uh, I went up to there on a random weekday to see uh, Binghamton. And uh, I forget, I think I bought tickets with some type of, like, return uh they have like an insurance thing where if you don't use them they'll refund you if you buy this specific kind of ticket oh okay. and i did and uh i don't think they ever refunded me <laughs> like i called them and I, I couldn't get anybody on the phone uh at the box office to explain i was doing the thing so i basically wasted like an extra three dollars or something mm. who um, are they a farm system of uh, toronto <sighs> freaking canadians uh, again, the park was nothing special, although uh, the views are are very nice. Um, and uh, I was to the the game I actually went to. I ended up not going to another, which is what the the insurance thing was <laughs> an argument over. But um, you know, it's like on the water also, which all of these are. Um, it's actually the closest to where I live, I think, except that's not a Red Sox affiliate. Uh, so that's nice. Always nice, yeah. Um, that you get a little bit of variety. Um, but I remember just not thinking it was as nice as uh, Portland, which we'll talk about later. 
mm-hmm. and mostly also that being disappointed that it, it was a, a New England park and they didn't have uh, Dunkin' Donuts coffee. So. That is kind of surprising. What did they yeah. have? Uh, nothing really. <laughs> oh wow! Generic, um, mm-hmm. whatever whatever they could make. So, uh, which is fine. Uh, yeah. To be fair, I feel like coffee is not a very big baseball. Although at the at the same time though, New England, you're playing games in and anywhere in the Northeast when you're playing those April games, it does get cold. So that I should actually retract that statement. Yeah, and uh but that's one of the things I like about the other park that I've been to up here, uh, which we'll talk about later, is that mm-hmm. it has a Duncan, so I felt like a human throughout <laughs> <laughs> the day game that I went to. <laughs> Love playing baseball in forty five degree weather. Yeah, <laughs> it gets warm though, and as it gets old, as it gets later. I wouldn't go early in the season unless there was something I really wanted to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right, uh, five now. So I'm gonna go with Hunter Wright Stadium in Kingsport, Tennessee, which is currently the home to the Kingsport Axemen, but formerly the home of the Kingsport Mets. And um, the stadium is like. I I I don't even know if saying Spartan is putting it you know well, but it is like the bare minimum. Um, there's a parking lot and the parking is free, which I definitely am appreciative. But there's you know parking lot, there's the ticket box, there's a concession stand with like hot dogs and chicken fingers and drinks and ice cream and beer, and that's pretty much it. You know, then there's the field, there's some seats and there's bleachers and I you could ding it in in the sense that like wow it's just very bare bones but you know I feel like in in an era where you're basically assaulted by music and ball track attraction ballpark attractions and like all kinds of random things in the ballpark it's kind of nice sometimes to just go to a place where like literally it's just a game and that's it you know what I mean yeah and also the no, backdrop. Yeah, the backdrop is super scenic. You know, it's it just trees, but in the evening with the sun setting and the sky is all pink and orange and, you know, blue and stuff, it's, it was nice. And also, you know, making it a, a definitely a cool place to be to see games is, you know, I mean, at the time anyway, not really so much anymore. But it was like literally the beginning, the first stop of every prospect who not every but most prospects who would go on to become somebody you know that's like kingsport was the one of their first stops if not the first stop so you kind know, of the cool. sad things about the restructuring is that that uh bit of rookie ball mm-hmm. no longer exists mm-hmm. it was always kind of cool to be like you know make this trip down to you know kingsport is probably like nine or ten hours from here so, you know, I made a trip of it, obviously. I'm not going to drive 10 hours and then come back. But um, it, it's cool to, like, make a trip of it and, like, see all these guys for, like, the first time and be like, yeah, I saw Brett Beatty, like, take his first at bat as a professional or, or things like that, you know? It's cool. Definitely cool. All right. Well, who's up next for you? Um... What number are we at? Uh, five. And so right in the middle. 
We'll go with the Somerset Patriots. Um, I never saw them as a in uh, Bridgewater, New Jersey, uh, Boundbrook. I'm, I'm not sure exactly where. Somerset, I guess. Uh, that's gonna bother me. But very close to my house, the the little league I, I grew up playing in uh, would have their their Somerset Patriot games that they would host. Um, so like I've been there a lot. Uh, it is a relatively nice ballpark, uh, but. It's also right off of 287. Uh, so, like, uh, I worked at the shop right on the other side of 287 one year, and uh, anytime they had fireworks, uh, you could hear it while you were working. <laughs> so, um, any positive experiences from childhood have been uh, tainted by my experiences driving past it on uh, New Jersey's big, busiest <laughs> interstate <laughs> highway. <laughs> And they also have a flooding problem. Very bad flooding problem. Uh, might be a place where people probably shouldn't have felt things. <laughs> yeah. Solely just nothing against the place, just judging by uh, <laughs> the amount of things that have, had, have been destroyed and had to be rebuilt. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll leave it at that. I've never been to... I wanted to go. I mean... Obviously, before they became an affiliated team, going to like an independent uh, ball game, they were the Atlantic League, I believe. Going yeah. to like Atlantic League game, it's kind of like, eh. so I never got to see. I never saw them as a independent team, and then this year, or excuse me, this past year, I never got to go see them. So I'm hopefully I, I will make it a point to go see them next year. Assuming that uh, Binghamton is in town, which I believe they are. Yeah. Um, I also will say that uh, I, I don't like one thing I don't like about uh, Somerset is that they completely something. Uh, I don't know what the story is. Maybe you do. Uh, but they completely screwed over Trenton. <laughs> yeah, basically, they made they basically cut like a back deal. Back backroom uh, deals with the Yankees. Yeah, to um, you know, replace like a place I, I have actual good memories about. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, and in a very nice ballpark. Oh yeah, I mean, I, I'm I would say with some certainty, ninety nine point nine percent that we've both been there, and it yeah. hasn't been. We had neither one of us have brought it up yet, so we both clearly hold it in high esteem. Um, are they your next one? They are not, surprisingly. Oh, okay. Uh, we'll talk even... about them when, when they come to you. That, that'll be oh, another okay. one that uh, we just discuss. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Well, my next one is Spirit Communications Park, a.k.a. Segra Park, in Columbia, South Carolina, home of the Columbia Fireflies, who are Kansas City affiliate, I believe, now. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Um, I went there once. And, you know, I made a, a week's vacation of it. And it was definitely, it was a fun vacation. The city itself is pretty nice. Um, it's very walkable, very bikeable. There was some nice parks and stuff. And most importantly, the food. Oh, my God, Ken, the food. I was yeah. introduced Carolina yellow barbecue sauce, and that's changed my life. Delicious. Oh, my God, so good. Um, but the the location of the stadium it's kind of like some of these other parks. Like it just is a random plot of land that happened to be open. So they built a stadium on it. Um, 
when I was there, it, they're still they were still doing a lot of construction in the the area. Um, they're like revitalizing the entire district. But there was literally I forget if it was a uh, former jail or if it was a former insane asylum that was literally right next door and abandoned. So I mean that's kind of cool, but um, I guess they really can't lean into that um, as a as a baseball team. Uh, the stadium is is nice. You know, it was new when I went there. It was 2019, and they opened up the stadium in 2016. So it was still, you know, not even five years old. So it was still had that nice new stadium scent. And you know, for people that like to do things inside the ballpark, you know, there's you could walk around and and there's activities and whatever, you know, things like that. Um palm trees you know around the place obviously the weather is very nice because it's columbia south carolina it wasn't too humid at night the problem with that city is that it's super humid like oh yeah it's it's in a i can't i I, i'm not gonna look it up but it's it's just like the location of the city is in an area that's like kind of in a depression so it is gets a lot of humidity and, and the heat and it's not near any kind of bodies of water. Gotcha. So it doesn't have breezes. It's just kind of like, ugh. so on the days when it was hot and humid, it was hot and humid, but otherwise it was a nice place for ball game. Um, and of course, you know, seeing cool players is, is nice. And in that series, I saw Mark Vientos and Ronnie Mauricio for the first time and they both sucked. I saw Thomas Zipucky, um, Simeon Woods Richardson, but, Literally nobody else other than those four guys on on the Columbia Fireflies are good, and the two visiting teams, the the Asheville Tourists and the Lexington Legends, neither one of those teams had anybody that was good. So I basically saw four guys, uh, two two of them once, and the rest of them were uh, the rest of the at bats that Vientos and Mauricio had were not good because it was the first half. So. Uh, I, I believe that the Columbia Fireflies lost every single game that I saw, or they might have won one game and lost like the rest of the six, but not a good time to go see the Columbia Fireflies. <laughs> All right, who is your number four? My number four. So getting to ones that we like. Mm-hmm. Um, have, you, have we done Trenton Thunder yet? Trenton is my next one, so we can discuss it. We yeah, so let's do that one. Yeah, uh, yeah. So Trenton, um, yeah, only good memories. I hadn't been there uh, in several years prior to them uh, getting the axe from the Yankees and becoming a draft league team during the the restructuring. But uh, another place I you know went to with friends, uh, not far from my house, uh, in a nice location and just a nice ballpark, uh, relatively new. Uh, probably newer than Somerset's, if I had to guess, or maybe had been uh, renovated uh, more recently. Yeah, I yeah. Um, but uh, I know nice that park. it was the the park was built in like I think like '93 or '94, and it was like Freeland Heisen Stadium or something like that. Like one of the omnipresent New Jersey politicians. Yes, uh, <laughs> I think I think Freeland. Uh, yeah, oh, several buildings at, at Rutgers where I went to school are named mm-hmm. as well. So um, it would fit. Yeah, and uh, also they got the uh, the raw end of that deal, the raw end of restructuring, and uh, don't like that. 
No. Yeah, Trenton is nice. Obviously, you know, rookie and Dash, like, rookie is a celebrity, you know. Um, Uh, It's icons. Mm hmm. A sex symbol, maybe? (laughs) Or is that going too far? far? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, Yeah, the stadium is right on the Delaware River and, you know, right field. It's the the, the ambience, I guess, is just very nice. You know, um, and there's a pier right there. You could literally jet ski to a game. Think about that. Is there anywhere else in the world that you can take a jet ski to a game? I'm sure there's Florida ballparks. Oh, yeah, that is true. That is, I didn't even think of Florida. You're right. Damn. Florida, if there is water, they've built, like, right next to it. <laughs> that is very good. There's, there's something. If, if they can put something large next to water, they, they do. Mm. Also, um... Armand Hammer Park, you know, the the former home of the tra- well no, it is not the former home. They still they still are a team. They're just the draft league team. But the best giveaway promo that I've ever gotten was from a Trenton Thunder game. Uh obviously, you know, the park is Armand Hammer Park, so Armand Hammer is a corporate sponsor. And I'm leaving the game and they're giving out full size bottles of laundry detergent. That's badass. It and and you know that's like a five dollar, seven dollar you know, bottle. Of, you need it. Yeah, and it definitely it's definitely more useful in real life than a bobblehead or or a helmet or something. You know. Yep. So, I I really I used <laughs> every last drop of that Arm and Hammer detergent. All right, so we have two more. So Ken, who is your number two? Um, well, I think I'd like to do three more. Okay, that's, that's fair. Okay. That is fair. Um, so we're going to go uh, the Port St. Saint Lu- Saint Lucie complex. Um, mm. Obviously nothing special. It's a bunch of backfields. Uh, I'm not going <laughs> to count. Uh, the, I, I haven't seen a, a minor league game. I've only seen a spring training game at, at the actual ballpark. So we're, we're going to disregard that. I'm uh, just talking about the complex. Obviously nothing special, but uh I, I went during spring training and it was a massively awesome experience just like seeing everybody running around in their uniforms and uh doing drills and shit and, uh getting to see like people who uh were just getting their feet wet at the professional level like at all uh obviously like that's where i saw alvarez for the first time um <laughs> So uh, just a very cool experience. We're highly recommended if anybody, uh, you know, is in the area in, in South Florida and is looking for like a nice day trip. Were there any alligators? No, but uh, recently I, I, we did, Christine and I did go to the Everglades, uh, maybe four hours south of there. And mm. uh, alligators were everywhere. So, <laughs> there, is there. that a... Is that a slightly disconcerting feeling to know that there's alligators everywhere? Yeah, but they're pretty chill. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, like, even, even there was one on, literally on the path uh, when, when Christine and I were there. And uh, it was just like a ranger standing next to him, making sure nobody got too close. Uh, <laughs> but the dude was just sunning, just chilling. Mm. Didn't seem agitated or anything. Didn't move when people walked by him. Yeah, I guess if you uh, respect the gator, they respect you. Yeah, it was their land first, buddy. That is very true. 
Uh, if they wanted it back, they could take it back very easily. Yeah, gators are everywhere <laughs> in mm. Florida. So. Uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll do them next. All right. Um, well, the place that I'm going to do for my number two does not have alligators, but they do have river turtles. How's that for a nice segue? And that is Calfee Park in Pulaski, Virginia, which is home to the Pulaski River Turtles, formerly the Pulaski Yankees. And, you know, it is in the Appalachian League. So same thing. Everything that I said about Hunter Wright Stadium in Kingsport applies to Calfee Park. You know, it's just very quaint and it's a nice place to see a ball game and everything like that. But it applies even more because Calfee Park is definitely the nicest park in the Appalachian League. Uh, the Yankees and I think the Mariners, um, who were the the partners before the Yankees, they did a lot of work on the stadium. The stadium was built in like the 30s, so you know there's history there, it has charm, and really just the I guess the the difference makers that the city of Pulaski itself. I enjoyed the city a lot more than I did Kingsport. Kingsport just felt like you know any small town USA. It could be anywhere. Whereas Pulaski, it's like literally in the mountains. It's more scenic. It's more quaint. It's more folksy. Uh, you know, the Airbnb place that I stayed at, the owners, they had a farm next door. So my next door neighbor was a horse. <laughs> and they brought me fresh bread and fresh eggs every day. So, you know, you, you can't beat that. That is that is service, you know. And, of course, uh, they had the... One of the years when I went there to see Kingsport versus Pulaski, they had the uh, giveaway T-shirt, the Appalachian rivalry with the Yankees and the Mets teams. So, again, another another place that got screwed by Major League Baseball, just saying, yeah, we don't want any more minor league teams. You know, the entire league got cut. Entire level. Yeah, well, that's yeah, true. An entire run of uh, the journey to Major League Baseball is just mm-hmm. gone. Freaking greedy motherfuckers. <laughs> All right, um, what is your number two, Ken? My number two is uh, the Portland Sea Dogs. Again, I forget the name of the stadium, but uh, uh, New England is like the size of uh, some malls in, in New York and New Jersey, so... I uh, made a day trip up to see again the the Binghamton team uh, with Batty or Baby um, Alvarez and Mauricio, and uh, yeah, not a super special park, um, but they do have a Dunkin' Donuts, which was greatly <laughs> appreciated by me having woken up early to arrive to the game late, <laughs> um, and uh, you know, being who I am and how I'm addicted to caffeine, uh, so that was a nice touch. Um, I remember I sat next to a scout, uh, which is always fun, and, uh, you know, just didn't really talk to him, but, like, uh, kind of watched as he evaluated uh, Alvarez and Batty. Um, so, yeah, some good memories. It's probably my favorite park that I've seen since living up here uh, of the two that I've seen. Um I'm thinking Hartford will probably I, I want to get there for a game mm. that's a little farther. I'd, I'd probably want to time it with when I'm coming to Jersey. But um, 
Hartford, I think I want to see next year. Uh, it's literally Dunkin' Donuts Park. So, <laughs> uh, Jackpot. <laughs> yep. <laughs> what oh, is yeah. it? I mean, you are not a New Englander, but now I guess you are. You are immersed in their culture. No, I've I've, I've always loved Dunkin'. Um, but so what is it? What you... is it about Dunkin' and, and up there? Oh, it, what is... it's not that. Um, oh, I don't know what it is about. Duncan and up there, uh, I can tell you for me, it's that they give you an awful lot of iced coffee uh, for for $4. Oh, yeah, no, no. I, I, Dunkin' Donuts is. They're large. Is, is, yes. Is extremely large. <laughs> Dunkin' Donuts is my preferred uh, commercial coffee of choice. Don't get me wrong, but like, they yeah, really make a, a thing Dunk, of it. Dunkin' is from here, I think. I'm not mm. sure. Or at one point was from here. Um, I can Google it. The. Uh, I mean, Dunkin' Donuts is to New England what Wawa is to you Jersey people. Uh, yeah, but a little more omnipresent because Wawa really only has a stranglehold on the, on, you know, maybe it's changed because uh, I, I, you know, my familiarity with North Jersey isn't what it is where I grew up. But um, like from Central Jersey and South Jersey down is really uh, Wawa, the Philly area and reaching outward. Yeah, from it's more the the Wawa territory. Exit, what is it? Maybe exit six down. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so Dunkin' Donuts is headquartered in Massachusetts. I feel like mm. I should have known that. But yeah, <laughs> so it's a local thing. Um, I am hesitant to go back to describing Wawa. <laughs> <laughs> Wawa has good coffee, I've heard. Honestly. Oh. I've only gone to Wawa once in my life, and I did get the coffee, and I got, like, the vanilla creamer, and it was good. So I will say point to Wawa. I am more uh, experienced in the ways of 7-Eleven just because, you know, that is what's more around over here. But I have no real horse in either race. Um, all right, well, we're down to one. And there's one stadium that neither one of us have mentioned. Nice how that worked out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, I do know for a fact that you've been to the stadium. I know for a fact that I've been to the stadium. And is it, I'll ask a question, is it perhaps home to the 2019 New York Penn League champions? It is. It is, oh, in fact. Oh, hmm. Yes. Uh Keyspan Park, a.k.a. MCU Park, a.k.a. Maimonides Park, home to the Brooklyn Cyclones. And, you know, I, I don't know. I feel like it's just hard to beat the whole experience. Before the game, you can get hot dogs from Nathan's. You can get a square and a Spumoni from L&B. After the game, basically on any given night, there's something going on in Coney Island, legal and or illegal. So you're going to be entertained either way. The on-the-field product, you know, there were some lean years in, in, in the end of the 2010s. You know, I think their the first season they were below 500 was like 2017 and 2018. They were like historically bad. But other than that, they've been, uh, you know, a good team for their entire run. There have been... Lots of prospects, legit prospects, who have gone through Brooklyn. Obviously, you know, they, they won the championship in 2019, the final champions in the now-defunct New York Penn League. Um, 
R.I.P. Definitely big R.I.P. Um, the stadium, it's a real nice stadium. Um, Lots of food, um, which is unusual for minor league parks, and not mm-hmm. just like like Arancini brought like a lot of the city field because of its proximity to city field. A lot of the city field vendors will have mm-hmm. like an outpost there um, or have at various times. Um, and again, you can't beat being like right on the water next to a uh, next to the famous roller coaster and boardwalk and uh, perfect location, great ballpark. Uh, at times, exciting baseball. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And maybe it's some bias just because you know I'm part of the group and whatever else. But I feel like it's definitely there are more regulars at Cyclones games than there were any other the places that I've been. Like I've been, I've probably been to an equal amount of Staten Island Yankee games as I have been Brooklyn Cyclones games. And I could honestly recall one guy at Yankee games that seems kind of been like a fixture, like had season tickets and was always there. For multiple years, there are a bunch of people I could remember, you know, that seem to be fixtures at Cyclones games. Oh, yeah. People like yelling at each other. Yeah. Uh, on a first name basis. Like, yeah. Like it's just, it is the, the fan experience itself is kind of a, a community, you know, like there are diehards like that's not something that you really see from minor league teams. Like in most cases, the minor league team. It's like, okay, cool. It's like a cool thing to do if you're, you know, young, like, okay. Yeah, maybe 10 people at any given time are actually paying attention to the baseball from like a prospect analysis standpoint. Right, right, right. It's mostly an entertainment product for children. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, I mean, in Cyclones games, you have just diehards that just want to see good baseball. And when the team is good, they will be happy. And when the team is playing bad, they will let them know. At, at the risk of saying something nice about the Wilpons, they they really did give a shit about bringing baseball back to Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> that no, it is true. I mean, credit where credit is due. Um, the the one the one thing. <laughs> yep, the one thing that they did do right, they they did hit out of the ballpark. Um, uh, and and to a fault, like I can't count the number of like big league rehabbers um, I saw play there for for little to no reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like if a guy could rehab in Brooklyn, uh, they would rehab in Brooklyn. Uh, often coinciding with Staten Island Yankee games, the weirdest rivalry in minor league sports. Um, that's where I, I got to Noah, see Jason Vargas. <laughs> that's where I got to see Noah Syndergaard. Mm. Oh yeah, I saw. I've, 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 um, yeah, just uh, just a real great place. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, the only thing that they did uh, that was uh, worth them being entrusted with the Queens baseball team. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like I said, credit where credit is due. I don't know if there might have been any other individuals and/or corporate ownership groups, or whatever, that would have had that much of a minor focus it not minor in terms of minor leagues but minor in terms of you know like eh, who really cares you know like they kind of had to you know i was i was still like a, a young teenager when all this was happening so i really don't recall but obviously there were political you know strings that had to have been pulled and everything like that with the yankees because you know they both have the same uh sphere of influence and cancel each other um 
I forget what the terminology is, but you know what I'm talking about. Territory rights, yeah. Territory rights, thank you, yes. They both have, you know, basically overlapping territory rights. So in order for everything to have happened the way it did for the, I think they were the Toronto Stompers, and then they became the St. John's Queens for one season, and then they became the, the Brooklyn Cyclones. But for all that to have happened... They, you know, a lot of political stuff had to have been going on with the Yankees and with, you know, Rudy Giuliani and, and his administration in New York City. So definite props for bringing baseball back to Brooklyn. And, you know, as personally as, you know, personally for me, I am grateful and it, it definitely paid off because lots of good memories. Like a fixture throughout my childhood, and uh, mm-hmm. even up up to being an adult, I always enjoy going to see games there. Yep. All right. Well, that's pretty much everything. You have any uh, last kind of coda regarding any of these stadiums that just popped up into your head, or anything else you forgot or missed, or whatever? No, not really. All right, right. covered it. Yep. Yep. So yeah, uh, definitely encourage everyone out there. You know, if you can go, if there is a minor league ballpark within your driving area, walking area, whatever it is, definitely go. Because even if you're just kind of marginally interested in baseball, A, why you'd be listening to this podcast, actually, it doesn't make any sense that you would be only marginally interested. But yeah, point is, you definitely should go to stadiums you, know, you haven't been to, make that weekend trip, make that overnight trip, whatever, because as we saw you know, in... in 2020 and 2021 if major league baseball just feels like it at the strike of a pen they could just eliminate entire teams entire leagues for no reason so you know and and enjoy it while you can because you never know when it might go away if anyone has any questions comments whatever you could send us an email at our email address from complex to queens at gmail.com and follow us on twitter and shoot us questions there i'm at steve Siper. Lucas is at Elvajos343, Ken is at Ken1191, and Thomas is at SadMetSeasonSZN. Subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcast from, rate and review it, and of course we thank you for listening, and we will be back next week. So until then, love the Mets, love the Mets.